to the Waste No Day podcast, a podcast specifically for and about the home services industry as it relates to plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. More than a podcast, Waste No Day is a credo, a determination, a mindset. It is a never-ending discipline. It is a refuse-to-lose pursuit. It is a wake-up call every morning to waste no day. Now here's your hosts, Brian Burton and Nate Minnick. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Waste No Day podcast. I'm your host, Nate. And I'm Brian. And we are super excited to wrap up our series here with the Riches and Niches series that we've been doing. And we want to jump into this topic today of surge protection. And for that, we're going to look to Brian for our quote. If everybody is doing it one way, there's a good chance you can find your niche by going exactly in the opposite direction. Sam Walton, founder of Walmart. Ooh, yeah. And there's certainly a man who found a niche and ran with it. Uh, And so with that same concept in mind, as we wrap up this series, uh, we've been focusing on riches and niches, and specifically the idea that it's something that either needs to be done or done well, uh, because many people either aren't doing it or they aren't doing it well or aren't doing it right. And our subject today, our focus for the end of this series is electrical, and we're going to be looking at surge protection, specifically around whole home surge protection. And this is one of those areas that I think is really um, not not done well and, and probably not done at all in a lot of cases because you just don't see a lot of it out there in the marketplace. And I don't think many one-man band, uh, smaller electrical companies are offering such a product or uh, maybe even aware of such a product. And so it's a really unique niche, and we're super excited to have on part two of this podcast a return guest, Jamie Mellinger, will be joining us. He has a great specialty within the surge protection market, and he'll be sharing some of his expertise as well as some of the conversational pieces that go along with how to present whole home surge to a client. Right. And if I know Jamie, he's going to, uh, if not actually sell you and I a whole home surge protector, um, he's going to certainly convince us that they are good for the home and that everybody should have one. I actually do have one uh, in my house. Do you have one, Nate? No, but I would really like to get one. We'll see if we can work that out with Jamie later. <laughs> I'm sure we can. Uh, so one of the things I want, uh, wanted to look into this again, and you know, frankly, we've been discussing riches and niches for this is our fourth podcast in a row. So you might be sick of the idea, but the question I have for you is: Through all of this, have you figured out what your niche is yet? Have you made that determination? And what I wanted to start off our conversation today, Brian, is how does one pick a niche? I, I get it; some of it's natural, right? Like, well, I just have a natural interest into it. But what if I'm kind of um, equal on all things. Like I'm not particularly drawn in one way or another. Uh, I I don't feel like I'm necessarily more interested in one product or service over another. So what's a good method of kind of making that decision? And I think that quote from Mr. Walton uh, might be a good hint as to how to go about doing that. Well, look no further than what you're trying to accomplish. What are you trying to accomplish by uh, selecting a niche? Or what are you trying to accomplish by lacing up the boots and showing up to work every day? Um, or the dress shoes, maybe, in the uh, CSR's case. Um, but if you're, if you're here to make 
uh, an income and that's your primary reason for getting out of bed in the morning and heading down to the shop, then find something that you can really get behind and genuinely believe in and promote um, without uh, compromising your principles. Find that product that makes you the most money. I mean, the one that makes you the most income and get behind that product and make that your niche. Um, you might be <clears throat> more geared toward service and toward making uh, the people you serve as, as happy and as fulfilled as possible as a result of you being in their home. In that case, find the product that you see the most um, loud reviews over. So if there's one product that you've done several times and, and you know people are just ecstatic over it and they you know write in call in and email in to tell the company thank you for sending you out and putting that you haven't put that product in we'll make that your niche then but in my case it was water treatment and water treatment pressed both of those buttons it was when i was in a truck it was the most money you could make on a call um you know outside of like replacing a sewer line or something but this was something water treatment that i could do and well over half the homes I went into could use water treatment and didn't have it, uh, at least one form of water treatment or another. But also when I did a, I just always knew when I did big ticket jobs like that and changed the feeling of somebody's water, um, I was going to get a pretty loud review out of it. And I was always looking for, you know, what's going to pay me the most in the smallest amount of time, what's going to have my client just tickled that I came over and, and wanting to, to uh, use me for life and uh, what, what was going to do the most revenue, frankly, and, and you know, move my, my uh, revenue numbers up in the company and make the bosses happy and have a reason to celebrate with my fellow technicians. So for me, <clears throat> if I was to do it over, and certainly in one of the other divisions in electrical or HVAC, I'm going to look for a niche that's going to pay me the most that's going to make the biggest impact on my clients and is going to move me to the top of the list of producers all in one. That's what I'm going to be looking for. Yeah, and I was just looking through some things online here about niches and look at the look at the trends in the world today, right? So what has changed in the last year that wasn't there before? Well, obviously a big one, COVID, right? But what came along with COVID? Uh, well, you had people working remotely. So you definitely have a lot more interest in the home, not only in the quality of the air, the quality of the water, the quality of the electricity, the stability of the electricity, uh, the interest in removing germs, the interest in having a comfortable place, uh, the interest in having you know, high quality food and those types of things. So even looking at the trends of, of how things have gone um, from a worker's perspective, from the home perspective, from how much money people are investing in their home. There's so much to look at that and say, wow, there's, there's huge amounts of money ready to be spent within the home to make it better. And how many products do we as a, a tri-brand organization offer that can improve the quality at home? It's, it's really something to think about. And I'm sure if you're out there on a regular basis, you're already coming across these things in the home. It's just a matter of opening your eyes and and more realistically, opening your brain and saying, well, shoot, you know, the last 20 out of 100 people that I've seen 
have talked about how they're working from home and, you know, their company said about coming back into the office as optional, but most people are opting to stay at home. I I think that's a real trend. And so if that's the case and more and more people are going to say, no, I'm setting up shop here at home, well, then the whole concept of an at-home office might require additional receptacles, maybe better lighting, uh, certainly many benefits about you know, maybe expanding the bathroom or uh, talking about how the air conditioning system is a little old. So there's so many things there that can be addressed into a specific niche that is occurring in the marketplace today. Outside of that, look at other trends and in industries that didn't exist even a few years ago. For example, the gaming industry, right? So that's a whole nother set. I mean, yes, you know, we've been playing Nintendo since 1985 or whatever it is, but uh, along with that, that's like an entire industry of itself right now. So is there a niche there where, you know, somebody really has uh, a desire to protect the electronics in their home because maybe they're actually in that. Maybe they're putting videos up on online. Maybe they are doing gaming as an actual uh, workload, something like that. Uh, so look for industries that or, or uh, work environments that didn't exist a few years ago and are now coming into the marketplace. And how can the products and services that we offer facilitate that niche? Yeah, don't forget security, control, things that everybody wants to have in their homes, um, which is what the indoor air quality products give them uh, the control over what comes into the home and what's floating around in the air, the water treatment products that give them control over what's coming in from the well or from the uh, municipality, but also your camera systems, um, Wi-Fi cameras, stuff like that, like doorbell cameras and security cameras where somebody who's, you know, maybe working in their office can just pop an app open on their phone and see who's at the front door, Um, as well as your whole home surge protectors because you're controlling what's coming in through your power. I mean, if you're spending a lot of money on these electronics to work from home, uh, you certainly want to protect them both from the surges and also the, you know, micro surges coming in from the power company that I'm sure Jamie can allude to a little bit more. Right. So the subject of this particular podcast is going to be focusing on whole home surge, which is something that is, I think, fairly well unknown in the marketplace from a consumer perspective. And yet there's a lot of tie-ins that exist out there. And we'll get into that in our interview with Jamie, I'm sure. But focusing on that right now, you know, first of all, let's start with the basics. Is that a product that your particular electrical company offers? Is that something that you can even provide? And because it is a specific product or, uh, you know, array of products, you might say, uh, but those products are fairly unknown from a consumer's perspective. What is your level of knowledge about those products? Because this is going to be a big one for education. When you come to water quality, um, yes, you know, I, I don't know a lot about water quality, but I do know that some water tastes better than other water. I do know that soft water you know, showers and washes dishes better than hard water. Uh, So I know some about it, enough to be dangerous, but not enough to be educated and informative. Well, the exact same thing is going to happen to you about a product or service um, like Whole Home Surge, where the homeowner might know a little bit about surge, like they understand the concept of mass amounts of electricity coming through the line is a bad thing. 
but they don't understand that there is a product or a service out there that could remedy that. And so you as the expert within your niche need to be able to facilitate the conversation in such a way that you can educate at the same time as uh, inviting them into desiring that product or service. And this is something that you, Brian, have become super familiar with. And we've heard some of your analogies over the time of our podcast about how you would do that. And, and even bringing up the idea of you know, how many people are in the home and, you know, washing dishes and are you a big cook and those types of things and inviting them into the conversation while also backing that up with a lot of knowledge and specific examples or, or statistics or documents or whatever it is to back up what you're saying as to be more than just Brian's word, you know, take it to the bank. These things are legitimate. Right. For a lot of people, <clears throat> Brian's word or whatever technician's word in, in uniform with a, you know, big uh, legitimate company backing you up, that is enough for a lot of people. But for a lot of people, it's not. Um, it's why you want to have as big an arsenal as possible of, of weapons to to use um, to convince anyone who might be skeptical of what the doctor is telling them and they want a second opinion or, um, in your case, you might say, hey, I've put this in for dozens of clients or hundreds of clients and the vast majority of them are overwhelmingly happy, but they don't necessarily believe you. So have some pictures of some units you've installed. Better yet, as you'll see uh, on Team Believe, the, the um, tri-branded uh, Facebook page, you'll see guys with pictures of their clients and themselves next to the, you know, whatever indoor air quality product or whatever that they put in um, showing an actual picture of satisfied customers. And hey, maybe you put it in for your parents. Just get a picture of you and your parents next to that electronic air cleaner on their uh, HVAC system or whatever. Um, I did carry pictures of water treatment systems and tankless water heaters and stuff that I had put in um, either with myself next to it or with the client next to it or sometimes just a picture of it in a basement where I could pull that picture out and I would hold it up in the spot that it would go in this particular basement and ask them what they think that or how they think that would look sitting in their basement right here um, just to kind of give them a mental visual ownership of that product like this is where it will sit and this is what it look like what it'll look like when it sits here um, but also the testimonial somebody writing in their own handwriting how great the product was and what it's done for them and you can pull that out and show it along with the picture of where you installed it that that could be a, a make or break um, tool right there and everybody should have that Everybody should have some kind of binder where they have pictures of their work, whatever that work may be. And even if you're a comfort advisor, um, you know, you sell HVAC equipment or you sell panels or something, you should have testimon written testimonials from clients you've sold things to and then pictures of the install that your installers did um, that you can show the next person. It just it goes so far with certain people. And it's not everybody. Not everybody even wants to see that stuff. But the people it does matter to, it, it will make or break a sale. Yeah, I think show and tell is super important, not only from a pictures aspect, but with, with the ability to videotape things and do actual live walkthroughs or live demonstrations of how something works. I mean, that's are, are you as a technician, are you underutilizing the tools that you already have with you right now? 
you know, do you have a product on your truck that you can actually bring into the table and show to the client? And then do you have a video of you personally installing or showing how it works or maybe even a video testimonial from some clients that you've done? I mean, these are all things that are available for you to capture and then to use uh, for your next conversation with the homeowner. And like Brian was saying, I mean, it's not going, it doesn't mean everything to everybody, but it does mean something to somebody's out there. And the ability to see those pictures, to see that product, to see a video walkthrough demonstration. And I'm not talking about like salesy stuff where it's like real professional grade, you know, high end things. So I'm talking about you and your phone and you narrating yourself, you know, installing or showing how it works or whatever it is. And then just bringing that back to the client for the next time. You don't have to have Morgan Freeman doing your narration, all that would be pretty cool. If you can get him, uh, ask him if he'll come on the podcast, please. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or Sir David Attenborough, uh, we'll take him too. Uh, but you know, it's the, the general idea behind it. You already have so many tools. Again, you already have so many possibilities of niche. It's are you taking advantage of what you have and are you going to choose to flourish in a specific area? Yeah, I actually carried a picture of... Um we, I didn't have a camera phone, never had a camera phone until I came out of a truck uh, in 2013. But I carried a picture of just a really uh, messy looking under somebody's kitchen sink uh, emergency shutoffs with, you know, the dual hot side that goes to the dishwasher and the faucet and then a dual cold side that goes to the faucet and the reverse osmosis system. And it was all the really thin copper lines and there was corrosion all over everything and there were the old brass colored valves with the plastic stems and they just had green corrosion coming out of the packing nuts and it just it was a train wreck and i cut all that out and i replaced it with quarter turn chrome valves and braided stainless steel no burst supply lines and you know zip tied any excess so it looked really nice and i just kept the pick of before and the pick of after and when I would open people's cabinets and see what, you know, what looked like the old pick from the, my pictures, I would show them the old one and say, this is somewhat like what yours looks like now. And then say, this is what it will look like when I'm done. And without even getting into the safety features and the fact that you actually have working emergency shutoff valves and that, you know, those paper thin copper lines aren't going to burst on you because they're gone. And now you have braided stainless lines in without I mean, a lot of times without even getting into that, I would have people say, yeah, go ahead and do that. And I go, well, don't you want, don't you want to know the functionality of these valves? And no, no, th- this makes sense. <laughs> Just the aesthetic value of, you know, people having to look under their sink and see that mess that they didn't even know they could get rid of um, was, was a game changer. And it, and it made a lot of sales for me without even going into the value of having working emergency shutoff valves. It must have been that cutting-edge slideshow projection that you were using there. Yeah, no, there was, <laughs> there was no projection. It was just pieces of paper and a binder. Slide number one, slide number two, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, good points, Brian, and I think uh, that's another even, – even there's probably niches within presentation, right? So like how you go to the table, how you sit down and what you use at the table to discuss the products or services that the client is in need of. Uh, there's even, you know, a specific way or best way of doing that as well. And show and tell is definitely one of them. So 
the whole concept of whole home search protection is definitely one that we've been talking about here as far as requiring a lot of backup on information because there's a fair amount of ignorance out there. You definitely want to have some show and tell items uh, to bring to the table, pictures, product, videos, whatever it may be. Um, and another thing that you want to focus on is the ability to prove or, or share with the client the benefit that they're going to receive. Right. So it's not just about the, the theoretical like, hey, this is what it might do if and when a situation arises. It's this is what it will do right now for you uh, in your home. And so with whole home surge, there's a lot of talk about how it can equal out um, the power in your lines. And that's something that I think Jamie will probably discuss with us later on. And so there's there's got to be some tangible items that the customer can enjoy right then and, and there or like see or feel or or something in the near future. Otherwise, uh, you're really segmenting your audience down to just be the more fear-based, like, well, I don't ever want this to happen, when you could be using a bigger cast of the net to say, well, we're also going to talk about those who want to receive those benefits right here and now. Well, I don't want to get too much into any more plumbing equipment, and uh, this is the sparky version of the uh, Riches and Niches podcast. So without further ado, let's bring Jamie in and talk about whole home surge protection. Yeah, make sure you check that out on part two of this podcast. Uh, You can listen to it right after this intro. And as for the rest of you, uh, whether you found your niche already or you're still looking, we encourage you to do that. And we really want to challenge you that there is so much value. There are so many riches in finding uh, something that you can specialize in. So make sure that you focus on that and really encourage you and frankly tell you that right now, this is the week. This is the day. Pause the podcast before you go on to listen to Jamie in part two and figure out what it's going to be for you and go get it. Uh, And so we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your niche is or what you're striving to make it. You can find us on wastenoday.com. You can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, Tell us what you've been focusing on and what the niches that you're looking to do in your market or in your trade and how the riches are coming your way. Uh, We want to encourage you as well. We know the home services industry is can be a tough gig, and there can be a lot of uh, discouragement. And so take these weekly episodes as something to lift you up. You're not alone. You have many people around you that are doing the same thing. They're trying to get better. They want to get better, and so do you. And so we encourage you in that and say, good job. Keep it up. You have the opportunity to make the most of every single day. You have the opportunity to take your life and own it, and you have the opportunity and the choice to wake up each morning and choose to waste no day. This podcast is a production of the South Central Pennsylvania branch of One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, and Mr. Sparky Electric.